guys and welcome to another episode of Stoned and Social. I am Natalie and with me I have Crystal. Hi Crystal. Hey. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me back. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> if you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. We are two stoners who are about to get very social and if you are new here then sit back and enjoy this. This week's topic is one that we get asked a lot. If I had to if I had a joint for every time this question came in our in our email box, I would not be doing this podcast. I would just be stoned off my ass. Um <laughs> We we have the topic of alcohol and weed, which is better and better for you. Um, man, this is, you know, I don't want to turn this into a very special episode, but I am excited that we're going to get to talk about this. <laughs> and I'm so, I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited that I decided to have a drink of uh, weed today. I don't know how to say that. I was like, what did I drink? Um, but I had, liquid, I had liquid karma and cherry delight. It is a syrup that is nano infused with THC premium distillate. Um, it's it's kind of good. I'm. It's got an interesting aftertaste to it. And so I decided to drink my my weed today just to prove a point that I can <laughs> I can drink weed too. Um, <laughs> what are you stoned on today, Crystal? Um, I have dosi dough. Ooh, I'm a flower girl. Ooh, I like the name. It's I know it makes me very, happy. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> I always I'm like not gonna lie. I look for the weirdest, craziest names that like make me laugh. That's how I pick weed when I go into the dispensary. Sometimes I'm like, what's the funniest sounding thing? If you can make <laughs> me laugh with your weed. I'm probably going to smoke it. We just mm-hmm. got one in this week and it's called Banana Hammock. Ooh. So I was Ooh. like, <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I want you to remember that because later I have something special that I think you're going to, again, it's going to be that thing of like linking up. So <laughs> as you can tell, Crystal and I are stoned already, and we're going to jump right into alcohol and weed and which is better for you. And if you are listening to this, the podcast is called Stoned and Social. So, um, yeah, you know, a few years ago, the Daily Mail <laughs> produced a headline that said, you are 114 times more likely to die from overdosing on alcohol than you are from cannabis. And... I don't know if that statistic was that true, but generally speaking, weed tends to come with fewer risk than alcohol, but there is a lot of factors to consider for this. Plus, they are very unique substances that produce very unique effects, which make side-by-side comparisons pretty difficult. There's people who have different reasons for taking alcohol or smoking weed. And as marijuana grows in popularity, I think we're going to be talking a lot more about this. And so mm-hmm. we're going to try and talk about both of these substances, but they're not going to be, you know, on the same level. They're both intoxicants that are used recreationally, but their legality and patterns of use and long-term effects on the body, I think, make these two drugs really, really hard to compare. So we're just going to talk about some basic effects and risks associated with each of these and see how they measure up against each other. Does that sound good, Crystal? That sounds like a plan. Ooh, so let's jump right in with these fucking dumb short-term effects. (laughs) (laughs) So... You know, the short-term effects of weed and alcohol, I'm going to say it's right off the bat. They're different from person to person. I totally agree. It depends on who you are. Not even just like if you're a man or a woman or if you're 110 pounds or if you're 150 pounds. What's your DNA yeah. like? Like <laughs> 23 and me will tell me about <laughs> am I more susceptible to weed? No, I just think getting drunk or getting high can feel similar to some people. But I think for other people, they have very, very different sensations. Um, I think I've said this before. I avoided weed for so long because I was worried about the effects. But I was getting fucking hammered all the time on alcohol every single weekend. Um, it's stupid. It, well, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I have a lot of experience in that area of, of mm-hmm. all of this, this whole area. I was so excited to do this with you. You were like, you want alcohol and weed? And I was like, yeah, um, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Let me tell you about the last 15 years of my life. <laughs> it's It can affect people so differently. And like, how do you regulate that? It, it makes it really difficult to say whether something is good or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it needs to be fucking logical. People just need to be fucking logical and we wouldn't be having this damn conversation. <laughs> I think so too. Because <laughs> what? With the short-term effects of weed, no one, I mean, I'm not saying no one, but we already use weed for medicinal things. I don't see any doctors prescribing 151. Correct. Or... <laughs> I mean, they did back in the day. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, back in the day, they, they used alcohol for a lot of things. They're only disinfected, and so I understand. They were just like... <laughs> What's that mean? Like, oh, you've got ghosts in your blood. Do some coke about it. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they were on some different shit. I understand that. <laughs> they didn't have all the facts. <laughs> but alcohol is different short term. You know, I... it's... It's a poison. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree. It's, um, I learned this in my early drinking days of like this, you are literally poisoning your body. It's meant to impair you. So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I feel like with something like this and people are willingly putting it into their bodies, you, you have like, you have such a high chance of causing damage to you, to your life, to somebody else's life. Like it's, I just feel like cannabis is better. I said it. <laughs> oh, one point for cannabis. Well, okay. So, okay. Most people drink because they want to feel some level of intoxication. You know, while one person might feel relaxed while they're drunk, another person might feel restless if you are doing the short term you're going to notice stupid shit when you get drunk where you can't fucking stand up right Mm -hmm. where you're getting in arguments for no goddamn reason that was me i was that girl who would get arguing didn't matter in a bar (laughs) in a strip club like i almost got thrown out of the vip room (laughs) like it's you know it's you you i do know i've (laughs) you're like i know that best friend in the face he took my keys because he doesn't want me to drive so what did i do i fucking cocked him and i was like give me my keys back like that yeah when that happens and your your judgment is that impaired that Mm -hmm. you can it's no (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's one of those things where you're you literally aren't in your right mind i mean yes you may get some of the other short-term effects like giddiness and and feeling kind of sleepy um and you can also get the gross effects of like just throwing up and headaches and all of that shit blacking out Um, yeah getting (laughs) a hangover (laughs) like you know drinking too much alcohol can quickly just fucking kill a person and that's because we don't have the ability to metabolize alcohol as quickly as it's consumed and so that can lead to a buildup of alcohol in your brain and it will just shut down all the necessary shit you need to be here like your heartbeat your respiration you can literally die binge drinking five minutes after you've been exposed to alcohol and i'm gonna interject here it is worse for women and i don't have any of the signs right here to back it up but i have done i was sober for a long time and i attended Mm -hmm. meetings because i thought like oh my god i need to get this under control and i did and i learned you know the difference between an alcoholic and having a problem when you cross that line all that good stuff the point is is with women, we are more susceptible to crossing that line and to doing that binge drinking thing and to die from it because Mm -hmm. our bodies as women, we have, I don't know if you've heard this before, maybe you have, um, women naturally have more fat cells just because Mm -hmm. of we're women, Mm -hmm. we give births, we have to have them. Well, Mm -hmm. THC or THC, um, (laughs) when your body processes, the alcohol, because we have more fat cells, it's like it breaks it down quicker. So women are more likely to get drunker quicker mm-hmm. and yep. then make those decisions. So it's like that goes back yeah. to in the beginning when we were talking about how it affects people differently. So not only just in different ways, but also like if you're 
110 pound girl and you're binge drinking, you're going to die. Yes. You know? Yes, you will. You, you, you're not going to, even if you don't, you're going to feel very close to it because women generally have less body water than men who are similar in weight so that we can achieve, you know, higher concentrations of alcohol in our blood after we drink a shit ton. And exactly. so you really do need to be careful on what you're doing. It's, it's one of those things where we, we also, we have higher levels of getting you know, cancer and things like that, which we will talk about, but for short, short-term effects, this is like a real thing. If you're a chick, you're going to have to be careful about how you drink. There's a reason that dudes always want to buy you a drink in a bar. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, you know, it's one of those things. Um, you mentioned, we were talking about your impaired judgment and getting in fights. I think yeah. violence is a good you know not a good it's an example of a short-term effect of alcohol is violence you know how many times i've seen dudes arguing outside of a bar oh my god yes oh my god getting in the most ridiculous argument i watched two of my i was in a band with these guys and we were friends like these are my brothers that's how i felt and i watched them get into such a huge fight because we were wasted we were stupid in 19 and the one guy stood up and he said something like, yeah, go ahead and hit me then or whatever. Oh, no. And the oh, other no. dude stood up and was just, ah, and just laid him out. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's memories like that can, you know, multiply that by like two years. That's why I got into AA because I was like, I got to figure out how to get away from this because I was surrounded mm-hmm. with people putting themselves in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. It got very sticky, and those short-term effects were just like every day, every day, every day. Mm. And it's so dangerous. It's so fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it it is. It's it's super dangerous. And I think it's I I read a study and I was like, oh, this makes fucking sense. It said that this was recently as well. They said that Red Bull and alcohol. Now they have found there's a correlation that makes you angrier it was a new study jointly conducted by the university of portsmouth in england and they suggested that the fusion of energy drinks with alcohol can change your behavior for the worse and i was like yeah yeah because guess what my favorite drink is yeah, well not my favorite drink <laughs> yes yes that's all we did in the band we would drink yes. liters of jaeger dude with oh, fucking mega bombs <laughs> so embarrassed like oh, and so i cannot drink so bigger anymore <laughs> yeah i know the, the smell of it now oh. i'm like oh yeah i'm like gross i'm like gross yeah, I'm like there's gross. even there's even more serious violent things that can happen like drunk driving um that's a short term i'm listing that as a short term effect i like that you threw it in here because short term yeah you drink and you want to get in your fucking car and go home because and if you mean yeah yeah you're here on your way there and that's exactly what it is and i am totally honest about my past and my life and everything like there's no reason to hide it it may be who i am i have a drunk driving on my record but one of them was for marijuana and the other one was for alcohol so that's why i'm really glad Mm -hmm. we're having this conversation because um that drunk driving experience and like being a part of other people who have done that and then watching Mm -hmm. the families that are impacted by somebody who might get hurt or the financial stress that you were putting yourself through or whatever like it's not fucking worth it but that short-term effect of being like i'm a fucking god and you're just gonna drive home i can do anything nope Uh, i I will admit that. I think I've admitted it before on the podcast, but like I've I've driven drunk like two or three times in my life over distances greater than, you know, getting in the fucking car and turning it on. And a couple of times it was with a group of friends who had entrusted me and, you know, did that thing like, oh, only you, Natalie, we trust you to get us home, even though I'm fucking, you know, two shades in the wind of like, you know, five Jaeger bombs. I should not be driving. And I like I am fucking lucky that that never ever ever changed my life, dude. Probably for the better, but it fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. My whole thing was I had, I had gotten to where I was going 
and I just couldn't recall how I'd gotten there. I couldn't recall, like, I was like, yeah, I drove, and I realized I had my hazard lights on for the, for the whole trip. Oh, my I God. Had, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I am so incredibly lucky, and I vowed to myself I would never, ever, 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 ever do that again, and I've never done it again, and I think there's a lot of people who are listening who have probably been in that situation and I'm urging you, I don't care if you have a problem or not. The moment you, like Crystal said, get this mindset of like, I can do anything is the moment you're super dangerous. You're the exactly. most dangerous. You're the most dangerous because it's always the girl that's like, I'm not that drunk. That's me. That's me. <laughs> that's, me. that's me. That's why I don't drink. That's yeah. why I don't drink. Oh, I drink yeah, a little bit. Like I can go out. I can, I learned after 10 years of AA and actually staying sober for seven years of it, I came back into drinking slowly and I was Mm -hmm. pacing myself and I learned what my boundaries are and whatever. And I have a point right now in my life at 33, maybe because I have a kid now and I feel responsible. I can't be selfish anymore. It's not about me. It's about her kind of thing because that's Mm -hmm. all drunk driving and all that bullshit is. It's selfish. So it is. I've learned how to have like one or two or whatever. But if yeah. you and I are at a bar hanging out together and my husband said that he's going to pick me up and I can get shit faced, I'm probably gonna because <laughs> that's how I have a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what makes yeah. it dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. I think because my, you know, I, I saw that you added infidelity as, as a short term, uh, you know, effect of alcohol. And that's good. I've, I have seen so many people do things they deeply regret oh, yeah. um, that they can't take back. And I hate the excuse. I've had guys say the excuse to me when I was drunk and like, sorry, you chose care. to get drunk. Yeah, you, you chose to get that drunk. Like, yeah, you were drunk because you made the decision to get drunk and then not be responsible for yourself. Getting drunk doesn't mean you're absolved of all your wrongdoings. Sorry. I um, yeah, I totally <laughs> agree. I tried so hard. I was I had a point in my life I tried and for a year to be like it's okay cuz you were drunk and it won't happen again mm-hmm. and it's fine and after a year of it I was like I can't fake this anymore. I am fucking miserable. Yeah, keep excusing that. Yeah. Like yeah, it's it's not it's not again, it's not it's not worth it, guys. Like I know I say this, but like and and we also have some immediate effects that can vary from person to person. Some of them are going to be similar to alcohol. You're going to get the impaired cognitive skills. You're going to get the impaired judgment. Um, you're going to get all of that giddiness for some people. It's going to make them sick. Um, it's going to give you the munchies, which we love. <laughs> it's it's going to fuck up your perception of time. And yeah, <laughs> and shit. this is the thing, though. Even though some of the effects are similar, I think that they're very they're still very differently different. yeah they're very differently expressed so yeah i'm gonna have yeah. impaired cognitive skills that's just me not being able to fucking get the remote control like i'm just falling to try and get the remote control to change the channel yeah. i'm not getting behind a wheel and for me it's more of like i'm just relaxed because like you i on edibles i would never drive hell to the no hell 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 to the no but i take like one hit like for cannabis or whatever and like Mm -hmm. i'm just relaxed yes i have Mm -hmm. impaired judgment and yes i have the you know coordination issues and whatever but i'm not a danger to myself or others and that's that's the difference between which cognitive abilities are being affected in what way (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and for me there's no, I, you know, and I know people will get, you know, they, they say, oh, when I have tequila, it makes me want to fight. And, it, and when I have, vodka, when I'm with, no. Yeah. no, no, stop. Look, when I have sativa, I want to do this. And when I, when I have indica, I want to do this. Is. I'm either sleeping or I'm giggling. It's one of those two <laughs> options. Like there's nothing in between that. It's just, that's it. I don't have to guess on shit. Was the whiskey the one that made me fight and get on the table or... <laughs> And I think it's just it's just different because you literally can't overdose on pot. I like Rocket, a previous guest we had, and and I we had a big discussion about this. And I did find out how much weed you would need to smoke to overdose. It's just 
it's like it's got to be in 15 minutes and it's just a ridiculous amount of weed it can never i could not, it never happen i, could I was being asked. statistic it's i think <laughs> is you have to smoke your body weight within an hour <laughs> something ridiculous like that because i was trying to find that to tell you that exact thing like it's scientifically impossible you can't do that you so, can't die <laughs> So yeah, you, that's the that's the key. That's that was what I was sticking to last time. I was being such a little brat about it. Yes. But my thing was, you can overdose, but you, you can. can't fatally overdose. And I, I have overdosed on weed before. It is, it is, it's not fun. <laughs> like, my le- any time I know that like I'm I've just done too. I get the fucking spinnies. I hate. Oh. I hate the spannies. That that happens to me, but it's like, it's like in the middle of my sessions where I'm like, <laughs> if I smoke again, then it goes away. <laughs> no, I can't even. Like I've been on the floor before where I'm like, I feel so nauseous because I've got the spannies and Man. it's just, no, that's, you can't, so you can overdose on weed, but it's not going to be the same as getting your stomach pumped in the ER. It's just going to suck. <laughs> it does suck it fucking sucks man it sucks and the hangover effects are i think gentler for weed you know that's also going to be a short-term effect you might get some brain fog and some drowsiness you might still be fucking sleepy i know some people get headaches i don't i was thinking that like i wonder if that's where my headaches come from but mine are like (laughs) migraines i'm like oh i don't think this is smoking because normally smoking helps yeah yeah weird yeah that's that's crazy and and with alcohol that's not gonna be what your hangover is like (laughs) your hangover everyone knows what to do if you're hungover from weed so to speak go the fuck back to sleep but (laughs) what do you do if you have a hangover from alcohol everyone's got their own thing my thing i don't know if you have a thing my thing is burnt toast like I read somewhere about the carcinogens and stuff on burnt toast and how it like helps sober you up quicker. Um, really? I have some friends who take those stupid like no hangover pills before we used to drink. It never fucking worked. <laughs> never worked. I feel like I wouldn't believe in that stuff. I you couldn't pay me enough to have a hangover right now. The last time I had like a real true Ugh. hangover, it was all wine. <laughs> And I had to work the next day and I had stayed up for the first time in like eight years. I stayed up until like four in the morning drinking wine and I was just hammered and I woke up and I was like, "Mm, I have to go to work. I think I might still be drunk. I'm like, I don't know. This just feels like a wicked hangover. And it was, I had only gotten like three hours of sleep at that point. Not cool. This is not okay. Yeah. I will not do that again. I am not what I used to be. (laughs) And that that works for you. We're not, we're not, if you're listening, we're not telling you what to do. So don't be all like rebellious and be like, I'll show you. Like you can do what you can do what you want to do. We're having a, we're having a discussion and you're welcome to join us. (laughs) My thing with alcohol is the last time I got super drunk because I am on, I am abstaining right now. I'm doing the Kelly sober thing where I don't have any alcohol and I haven't had any since November of 2019. I'm super psyched about this to get to one year. And for me, for me, I got stupid, stupid, stupid drunk at a all you could drink event in DC um, (laughs) at like the space museum and it was like it was also a costume thing and so I was dressed up as an alien and I had glitter and um I do not remember what happened after I got in my uber I just I know I got to a friend's house I know I know some music was played I mean I'm sorry but that sounds like you had a pretty good time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah if the thing is like it, but it was one of those things where i don't like being robbed of experiences yeah and so it does for it me i hate the blacking out of alcohol i yeah. hate it it is though it is my least favorite thing and i felt like shit the next day and i kind of was like this isn't worth this yeah. and then i started thinking about the long-term health risk because we're talking about short-term effects of weed and alcohol but the long-term effects right. also are going to differ from person to person. I personally, in my family, we have a predilection for addiction. 
whether it be drugs, alcohol, whatever, and I've seen it. And so that is one of the reasons I was like, I don't want to go down that road because I feel like I'm more susceptible to it. Right. So over a long period of time, alcohol can have a lot of long-term effects. And some of these I've seen in my family members and it was enough to make me stop. You know, you can have liver disease, which sucks because we need livers to process so much shit. Yeah, they're pretty important. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a doctor, but I feel like a liver is... Something you kind might. of important, and we and and we only have one, right? right? We only have one liver, and it is your largest internal organ. It's the size of a fucking football for people who don't know. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. In case you in case you want some visuals, so when you mess up this this football in your stomach, it's gonna it like it's not gonna be happy. You won't be happy. You'll not be happy. <laughs> you won't be happy at all. You can you can mess up your pancreas. The biggest thing for me that I'm always scared of is heart damage. I my real father, my biological father, I think he was on his third pacemaker mm. by the time he died and he was Oh my goodness. He was a pretty good drunk. He was a he was a Ooh. living on the streets of Ann Arbor, Michigan drunk. That's who he was. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. So like this wow. man put his body through some shit. So yeah, heart damage there. And then he also wound up getting um, like stomach ulcers. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the the next thing, the the long-term effects on all of, all of your organs of just your, your, the poison is just eating away at you in these things. And he was, I mean, a hundred percent, he suffered from everything because of it. It's so bad. Uh, yeah and that's the thing i don't know many people who are like man we fucked up this person they weren't the same person but i know everyone has a story about someone they know who was affected long term by alcohol and he do you know that i didn't know this until i met my real dad and he had something called neuropathy oh the foot it's like your extremities, like your fingertips and your toes. Yeah, nerves. Yeah, they can go dead. Yeah. A lot of that comes from, again, another long-term effect is it can really affect your central nervous system. Exactly. It can affect several parts of your brain. But in general, it, it contracts, you know, brain tissues. It destroys your brain cells. It depresses your nervous system. So when you're doing this excessive drinking over a prolonged period of time, your memory, your cognitive recognition, even the signals that your brain needs to tell your body, hey, you like, you, you don't have pins and needles, like that, all of that can just, bye, you're, see ya. You're basically killing yourself. You're giving yourself the slowest, worst mm-hmm. death. Oh yeah, know. worst death, worst death. It's terrible. And you're doing My- it to yourself. yeah it's like it's literally like well you know we just pour this down the hatch you want to drink a little bit every now and then that's totally fine but if you if you're drinking every day and you're listening to this like just from experience just keep an eye on yourself man like take care of your body seriously i always say the test is like if you cannot if you cannot stop you know people say like i can stop anytime i want ah yes (laughs) Can you though? Can you though? <laughs> Can you though? Like, you know, if you just had to pick a number out of a hat, roll a die and say, okay, randomly, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to have any alcohol for seven days or seven right. weeks or whatever. And if you cannot make it, you might want to readdress your relationship right. with alcohol. Right. Exactly. You, you really, you really might. And for all the dudes who are listening, because I know we have some dudes listening, guess what? Alcohol will mess up your penis. It will mess up up your penis. Those erections that you guys love so much. Wah, wah, wah. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) If you drink a lot, it's going to mess up your hormone balance. It's going to lower your sexual desire. And it's going to cause you to, what do we say in the biz? Just reach your destination a little bit earlier than you want. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, there's a reason they call it whiskey dick. Okay. Like seriously, 
that's what whiskey does. It makes my dick limp. And, that's the one. <laughs> and it'll last forever. This is a long-term effect. <laughs> you know how mad I would be if I had been drinking alcohol for years and all of a sudden my, my peen just wouldn't like stand up to attention. That would suck. <laughs> I would get so mad. I would be so mad. And that, like, that alone, you would think, you would think that little tidbit alone would stop half of the people (laughs) who drink alcohol. I think they need to market that more. They need to put that on the bottle. May affect peen rising. (laughs) People aren't thinking about the long term effects, it's instant gratification. So instead of you're like, it messes up your brain. I told you. Right. And they're like, instead of being like, am I going to be able to fuck in 20 years? They're like, what can I fuck right now? <laughs> and that's what right you're now. <laughs> Right now, what can I fuck? And you know, part of that, part of that erectile dysfunction is also going to, it's going to make you infertile. It, it's going to make, this is for everyone. This isn't even just for dudes, but long-term or heavy alcohol use can have an impact on your fertility. It's not going to, there's no, there's no undoing that. There's no crystals. There's no, there's no magic pill. Like you might be, and you might be fucking up your chances to pass on these amazing genes that you want to, that you want to spread. And who, and really who among us is, doesn't want to do that. And so (laughs) You really need to think about this. I am like, I just, I really, I'm going to, I'm going to say. Are you going to make it over there? (laughs) (laughs) At some point I'm going to come back to this because I think this is an interesting effect. But the long-term effects of weed, they're not as clear, right? We don't know some stuff. We do know that you shouldn't. We say this so much on this podcast. If you're under 18, don't smoke weed. It will be here when you get 18. I yeah. promise you. Yeah, seriously. Um, they have done so many studies over and over that says consuming weed as a teenager can lead to brain development issues at a later stage. Okay. And they don't know if these issues are permanent or not. So like, why take the risk of making yourself possibly permanently stupider? <laughs> like, it's not worth it. That, that was actually a big thing that made me not want to do weed for a long time. I was like, doesn't it kill brain cells? Oh my God, I don't want to do weed. Right. It does not kill brain cells though. I will, I will let you guys know it doesn't really kill brain cells, but when your brain is developing, you shouldn't be doing this. Correct. Be anything that's going to, any sort of chemical intake that's changing something in your body. You don't need that when you're growing and you're still, your body's still trying to figure out what the fuck it's doing. No, don't do that. Cause it's like tricking your body into reacting to mm-hmm. the way it shouldn't. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not good. I think there's a reason why the government is like, you know what? You guys can vote and go to war and buy lottery tickets and smoke when you're 18. But if you want to drink 21, let's I wait a few years. totally agree with you. I've heard people <laughs> say that like, oh, this country, whatever is, you can drink at 18. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I want my kid's brain to finish developing before she starts poisoning herself because she's going to. And if- yeah. If you talk to them, hopefully they won't do it until they're of drinking age, but they all fucking do. But we're all gonna do it. We we all do it. Like I did it. I don't know about you. Oh I God, did yes. it. Holy hell, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I drank alcohol before I was twenty one. Absolutely. I just it was one of those things where I was being stupid. Yep. Like I was being stupid. I didn't drink a lot, but if I was at a party, I wanted to look cool or I wanted to fit in then I was drinking. I know right now in, in the UK that you can drink if you're 16 or 17, you can have beer, wine, or cider with a meal if it is bought by an adult who's with you. That um, sounds wonderful. And that sounds regulated and I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I think the American thing is a little bit different because I noticed that we treat, we treat alcohol pretty differently than a lot of other countries, you know, we can't, we really can't handle our liquor. I mean, I know that England I... and in the UK has <laughs> problems with binge drinking. I'm not even going to get on that because that's not my place. But I know that here in America, we have a lot of problems with yeah people drinking. And we just, we cannot, we can't, we can't handle our liquor. I think that's why they make us wait. Well, yeah. 
It should, I think it should be like that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think it should be 25. I would love, I'm such a bitch. I would love, now that I'm over, now that I'm over 21, (laughs) wait till I turn 21 and then make it 25. Um, I do think that the national minimum drinking age should be raised. Um, I just don't trust people who are just, you know, halfway through college to be doing this. I mean, I guess I I see what you're saying. Like, I I grew up where a very, just, we were very tourist heavy, a beach town. And every spring we had spring breakers every summer we had people who were there for the summers and it never failed there was always people falling out of fucking balconies oh my god like like it was one of those things where like it became a thing where like they started to try to put up nets and things on the <laughs> beach balconies because like that's what happens again the impaired stupid shit oh you do god. and so there are lots of kids who ended up dying or getting seriously hurt where i live which shouldn't have happened all because they just couldn't they couldn't handle it that's nuts that's really 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 sad I'm and sorry <laughs> that was heavy that's heavy for me (laughs) sorry sorry to bring it down that's okay Um, (laughs) and so you know weed i've never again again most people just they just want to fucking they just want to fucking get lazy but you still got to be careful under a certain age with with drinking or with i'm sorry smoking weed and you also need to kind of know your history i found out many years ago that there is a link between weed and schizophrenia that is not fully understood yet but a lot of experts believe that weed can trigger an onset of schizophrenia in certain people particularly those who have a family history of it so i started my bachelor's in psychology after i got an associate somewhere else so i learned a little bit about this when i was in college and for me i thought this was such a good this is such a good thing to point out because it's people want to say that marijuana causes schizophrenia no it does not marijuana does not cause schizophrenia you have the genes for it and what happens Mm -hmm. is the cannabinoid receptors just kind of open you up to instead of your switch being off now it's been turned on and that's Mm -hmm. the problem and uh, yeah i should have dug for that book but like it's okay no it's, it's one of those things where like if like let's just say like we cause a schizophrenia then every person who does weed has schizophrenia i mean that's not true right it's not you know we're we're trying it's it's obviously not true that's been disproven time and time again right but if you are again if you have the family history of it just like you have the family history of alcoholism and things like that you need to be more aware of this exactly sort of stuff. you really have to be aware and sometimes yep. people don't even know that that stuff runs in their family. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me and like the families that I look at, a lot of families don't really talk to the history no. of the family, you know? No. How the no. hell are you supposed to know that great grandpa on your mom's side had schizophrenia? Like, you don't know. That DNA still in you and you can set that shit off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's scary. You know, we were talking about this, but there's not a lot of studies about weed and its effects right now so he uh, it's the only reason i want cannabis to be like federally Mm -hmm, legal mm -hmm. in america Mm -hmm. because that is i believe the only thing that's going to come from federal legalization is the fact that we will have money we as if i'm part of the cannabis community (laughs) we will have money to do the scientific research that's needed because right now everything is just independently funded and there have been so many companies that have poured just their hearts and souls into these mm-hmm. labs. So, like, think about everything that's legal right now. Those, there, it's being tested by something. There are laboratories. Mm-hmm. Real science goes into testing this marijuana to make sure it's safe. We have the ability to get the information, but oh, when yeah. we don't have the money to back it in order to do the research. But once it goes federally legal, that will change because we can get those government grants because it's about health. and i think i think that's perfect what you just said it's about health like the reason people are so scared of some of 
the openings of marijuana medically and things in other states is because they don't know anything about it. They just literally don't know shit about it. Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, we're trying to educate not only ourselves as users, but also you want the people who are giving you the weed. You want the companies who are behind your, your weed, your dispensary, your farms, et cetera, to know what they're doing and to have all of the information necessary. It's safer for the companies. It's safer for us to ingest. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens because if that were to happen, like, hooray, we get to do the research and now we have all of this awesome data backing us. And then Marlboro is like, we're going to sell these shitty joints for $7 a pack and you're going to buy them. (laughs) I'm going to be like, God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. I know there's people who want to say smoking marijuana will mess up your lungs etc but early studies were showing lung cancer in marijuana and then the more studies they did they found out that that association wasn't true they don't know why marijuana smoke does not have the same result as tobacco smoke chemicals chemicals but (laughs) that's what i said too (laughs) oh man this grew out of the ground and this one we made in a factory. Exactly. And we put a bunch mm. of extra stuff in it so that we get really fucking addicted and you get super <laughs> sick when you stop smoking them. And when you stop smoking them, you still want them for the rest of your life. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> mm, 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 uh, I'm a smoker. Else. Can you tell? <laughs> oh, no. I am. No. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, I am not anymore. I want to quit. Should not be. Yes, yes. I, I want you. I want you to not be too. I want it for you. I want it so bad. Um, I I grew up with two smokers. My parents were smokers. It was probably it was horrible. I grew up with two smokers as well. <laughs> it was terrible. It was like, terrible. <laughs> there was a time when I wiped my finger on my parents bedroom like full-size mirror and it came back with all this gross brown stuff and I was like oh and I remember being so upset as a kid that all of the bad shit from the cigarettes they were blowing around me and I kept being like you're gonna make me get sick and so I was one of those kids that was my I was too and then uh I turned 16 and I boy wanted to take out the garbage with me at a restaurant I worked at and he was going to smoke a cigarette. He said, do you want to come? No. I, like, I sure do. So I went out and I smoked my very first cigarette. God damn it. God damn it. He was so cute though. I know. I was going to say, that's how I tried a cigarette for the first time. A boy, a boy, a boy, a boy in my neighborhood who I liked was like, I got some cigarettes and I was like, cool. And he was like, I want to smoke them with you. And I was like, ooh. And I was like, little, you know, little 12 year old me was like, oh, I've got to do it because peer pressure. <laughs> And I sucked at it. I, I've told this before. I don't know how to actually inhale. And so I was just holding it in my mouth. It was, it was bad. I hate cigarettes. I hate cigarettes. Hilarious. So we're going to round this out with, uh, we were talking, you know, we peppered through, but there are some potentials for misuses for both alcohol and weed. Again, they have the addiction potential and it's possible to develop an, an emotional or physical dependence on both substances. I'm saying this because a lot of people say weed's not addictive. No, yeah, no weed is not addictive. Is. <laughs> but you can be addicted to the fucking way you feel on weed. And that's what right? it is. It's like gambling or shopping. You're not, you're not getting, you're getting that chemical release for like, I feel happy and I need that mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where right now, at least according to the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, there's 15 million people in the United States who deal with alcoholism in some way. Yeah. And um, it's, it's crazy how that really, really affects people. You know, when, you're, when you, you can't stop, you can't quit anytime you want, you have to change your schedule because you're trying to, you're trying to plan around drinking or your hangovers, you're you've got the withdrawal symptoms you get in the shakes and the sweats and it's not it's it's not cute you know I dated someone who had an alcohol problem and we got in a lot of fights yeah. about the alcohol use and that kind of was you know for me I was like we're, we're arguing about an inanimate object like that is that is obviously having an effect on us right um I also had that person I dated where it was 
the drunk arguments like that's yes love mm-hmm. that that was a good one but mm-hmm. what i learned in aa because those are all things that happen probably several times you notice things these things happening in a row yeah but yeah. i learned from this program that for me it wasn't how much i drank or why i was drinking that particular night or whatever that gives you the problem it's what happens after the alcohol is in your system Mm -hmm. so if you drink like it says being able to being unable to cut down on alcohol use if you Mm -hmm. literally drink every day but you don't get shit-faced you have an alcohol dependency you have an alcohol dependency and then there's like there's higher levels of it of like Mm -hmm. if once you start drinking you can't stop or you drive like you cause the fights. Like that is a fucking problem. So it doesn't matter that you only did it one time last month. What matters is that that happens when you drink every time you drink. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. it's what was one of the things they used to say is that, um, I'm allergic to alcohol. I break out in handcuffs. (laughs) Yes. Because Oh my God. Like if you're, if it's causing problems in your life in Mm -hmm. any facet, you need to take a look at it because it's not, people just don't realize how sneaky alcohol can be because once you have a dependence on it, it will weasel its way in. And yeah, it will. You'll, it just takes the time. Yes. It takes time. The way the doctor explained it to me, which I really liked was, um, if you do have an alcohol problem, you will notice that just like weed, if you have a weed problem, you will need to keep increasing. You will get Correct. to you will you will get to that point of critical state at some point. It might be a year, it might be ten years, but you will reach that point because it's you'll get to a point where it doesn't provide the same feeling to you. Right. And so you need to have more and and more of it. And anyone who comes at me with like high functioning alcohol bullshit, sorry, I'm just gonna like shut you down. <laughs> there is no such thing as high functioning alcoholism. That is just a lot of people covering your ass for you. I guarantee you. Like if you look more closely, it's a lot of people who are cutting you slack or helping you out and you don't realize it um with weed you know more than half of all american adults have tried marijuana at some point in their life and it is right now the most used drug in this country yeah but it is it it is also like i said you can be psychologically addicted to it there was a study in 2015 where they suggested that 30 percent of people who use weed may have some degree of marijuana use disorder and that comes from just, you know, maybe having that predilection because on the other hand, they said 15% of people who have ever taken alcohol end up being addicted addicts to it. And so like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, it seems like a really high number and because it is a high number and like, even I'm admitting on here, like I should not drink alcohol. There's something in me that like, when I start having a good time and I got booze in me, like fucking we're off dude, let's go. Where's this Mm -hmm, train heading? mm -hmm. I try not to drink unless I'm surrounded like in safety. Like I can't mm-hmm. have freedom. I need to have like friends with me or like my husband, Beyonce man guy. Like it's that's good that you know that though. I think it's the people who are most I'm most worried about are the people who don't recognize that in themselves, who don't have a plan for that. Those are, are the most dangerous. Yes, yeah. I will agree with you. To see that, yeah, it's it's one of those things, and and this is why there's no real easy answer to yeah. this question we get asked over and over again. Don't write anymore and ask me. I've explained it now. <laughs> I have broken this down. There's no easy answer to the weed versus alcohol debate because on the surface, obviously weed appears to be safer but there's just not enough evidence right now for me to say one over the other i'm telling you what i do i prefer cannabis over alcohol because my response to this substance has given me a much more positive effect in my life than alcohol ever has and so that's gonna vary from from every person so what seems safe for one person might not work for someone else exactly i totally agree and i'm on the train with you that like sorry for me cannabis wins like i feel like it's way safer and i feel like even when the science does come out they're gonna be like oh my god um we should have been giving this to people like in vials Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's what i feel Mm -hmm. like is gonna happen and i hope that's what does happen because i'd like to see alcohol get phased out a little bit because i do think it's really dangerous i really do yeah 
Yeah, I, I think the dangers of, of alcohol is, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's very socially acceptable right now. It's very legal. It's very widely available. And I think that's what keeps perpetuating, you know, I'm, I'm all about like middle fingers to big pharma. And so I think the alcohol circle of life is to get you addicted, you know, to put it around you everywhere, to make it socially acceptable, get you hooked, get all of those nasty short-term and long-term effects we talked about so that you can get into the jail system so that you can get into the hospital and need all of this care that isn't being paid for by national health care and things like that. It's, I think it's a, it's a very slippery slope if you're doing things that, put you at this high risk for something, you know, I agree. agree. It is just, so, I mean, I think both of us, (laughs) I think both of us are saying that weed is our preference. Yes, because, (laughs) because we seem to react the same way in certain situations. And for us as people, cannabis is safer. And when I see somebody fucked up on alcohol and then I see somebody fucked up from eating too much of an edible I'm like oh that guy is going to be sorry in the morning but that guy mm-hmm. also going to be sorry in the morning but not not in that same, like sickening I might die way <laughs> yeah just uh, I had too much edibles yeah. speaking of eating it's munchy of the week <laughs> I'm super excited um don't ask me why I always do the mm-mm-mm. I, <laughs> I imagine that you're doing like a pumping move I am. with your I was. And your arms. <laughs> I, yes, I was. I was literally like, mm-mm. I'm like punching I'm doing the it air. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, you know my yes. dance moves. <laughs> I told you last episode, I told you we're the same person. We just haven't figured it out yet. Torn from the same cloth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So... My munchie of the week is something that is kind of healthy. I've been I've been waiting to try this. I saw it on Instagram, and it comes back to something you said earlier. It is sun-made banana split bites, and so it's fruit, oat, and nut bites that have like icing, and they're supposed to taste like banana split. What? And because you said something about you getting a new banana flavor in your <laughs> in your shop and so i thought that was cool um oh oh they smell they smell very chocolatey okay they are seriously bites all right are you about to put one of those in your mouth yeah okay yeah i'm gonna interject this because (laughs) i think my mic cut out because the name of the strain was banana hammock (laughs) no no i heard you i love (laughs) i I think i'm in love with you oh my god Oh no, okay. I heard that. Carry on. Carry on. It was totally. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Again, all of it's gonna come full circle. I can't with Guys, you. I'm gonna run through this rating so quick because I wanna get to this next part. Tastiness? <laughs> fucking yeah, two thumbs up. Ease of eating while stoned, I'm eating it now. So it must be fucking easy. <laughs> the size of it, perfect. These are like it is like perfect. I'm I'm so happy. Four of these are only 120 calories. You guys go on Instagram to see pictures. I'm sorry for, for chewing. You're having such okay. a good time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now <laughs> mm. to the banana mm. hammock. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. So again, I'm tying everything together. Like we're not doing a certain question of of the day today because fuck it like we got some shitty questions that we're not answering them (laughs) try again next week guys (laughs) win prizes and games um what i do want to talk to you about which has to do with banana hammocks kind of is please tell me please tell me i'm gonna feel terrible after this did you see chris evans peen (laughs) no what's going on with chris evans penis where I saw getting? that he was trending on Google, but I don't Where? pay attention. No, do you know what my video about is? Do you know what my fucking video is about? It's about me not paying attention to things. I have no idea what's going on in the world or how to do anything. So, oh my god, tell me oh about Chris Evans' penis. What the fuck is going on? Woo. All right, well, I'll tell you everything I know. <laughs> Never met the guy, but I know a lot about his penis. I'm ready. So. <laughs> so Chris Evans, um, about I think yesterday, yeah, he accidentally posted on Instagram 
he uploaded in his story a screenshot of his camera roll. And in that camera roll was a big old fat penis. No, you are lying. That did not happen. Uh-uh. Look, this is the thing. For anyone listening. All right, I'm okay, going he, to Google. He, <laughs> no, on, he deleted it, okay? And people were like, don't pass it around. Chris Evans doesn't want his dick picture passed around. I get it. I get it. I understand that. And I respected it. So I did not Google it. What did happen is it came up in my timeline. Oh, and I was no. like, well, if you're putting it in front of me, <laughs> I have to look. And then I made my partner look. It and was, I was like, you have to see Chris Evans' penis. It was just like straight but penis. The thing is, oh, yeah. It, like was, a I mean, it, was, it was a dick pic. Yeah. yeah it, was a total, it was a total dick pic. Who was he the sending thing is, it to? <laughs> I don't know. And when you get to be of stature of Chris Evans, can you just get a dick pic phone? That you only use for dick pics and not put it on your regular phone. I love that this is how we see celebs are just like us. That's why They're I feel like fucking... it's not. That's why I feel like it's not a dick pic. Like it was probably he took it for his wife. Does he have a wife? Um, he does not. <laughs> Who the fuck did he send that to? I don't know. I feel like he well, doesn't he do it. it very often. But why you wouldn't, to the world. you wouldn't delete that shit right away? You are Chris Evans. Give me a oh, break. No. You are America's oh, no. ass, and you took a picture of your penis. What is wrong with you? I uh, I have a whole folder of like naughty pictures so that I I just you know I'm not deleting them I look hot in them so maybe it's just <laughs> promotion maybe they did it on purpose and we're all being not, herded like sheep right now to Chris Evans maybe I mean I got herded <laughs> I followed him I followed the shit out of Captain America after that um <laughs> the thing is in an uncanny twist it didn't go down the way you think it would people were very happy with his penis and so now. Positive memes are being made about his dick size because it was big. I saw that. It was big. All right. So <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I'm con- I don't understand. So people are not outraged that Chris Evan posted a picture of his Captain America perfect ass penis mm-hmm. on Instagram and then took it down and asked people not to share it. They're not mad at him for that happening. No, because most people already had screenshots of it. <laughs> Like, I think at that point, it was like, oh, shit. All the important people have screenshots, and they're going to share them with the rest of us. So, I'm just astounded right now. I'm just in shock. I didn't know this happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was yesterday. This was yesterday. I, was, I was stoned yesterday, and I thought that I was too stoned. I was like, oh, my God. This is on the internet. Oh, my <laughs> I'm God. I'm too stoned. I am too fucking stoned. That did not happen. And then, um, like I said, it... it, it it was in my fucking timeline, okay? I did not go searching for his NSFW mm-hmm. images. Mm-hmm. But he does have <laughs> 6 million followers, so he should have been way more careful I mean, about I that shit. That. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I think it's a, a publicity thing. Mm-hmm. Would I you share a picture of your penis for publicity? Would you do that? Fuck yeah. If I'm Chris Evans and I'm working with that, yeah, I'll share it. And I'm working with that. Oh my God. I love you. <laughs> I will share the hell out of that. Wait, like, that like just, oh I mean, the thing is, at a certain point, like, you know, I don't go through the internet to look up troves of, of like dicks, but I'm sure you can just fucking find a penis. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, if you're Chris Evans and that's what you're working with, it's okay. You got nothing to be ashamed of, huh? Show me what like, you're working with. <laughs> and I'm never gonna see it. <laughs> uh, you'll see it. You'll see it. I have a feeling. I have a feeling a penis fairy is gonna visit you. I'm so sheltered. Like <laughs> I haven't heard about it. Not on my feet. I can't one. believe you missed this. Can't believe you missed this. I know. All right, guys. Well, that's <laughs> that's our episode for today. If you learn anything, let us know. You know that you can find us, Crystal. Where can people find you on YouTube? You could just uh, type in my name because I still don't have a fucking URL that's of my own. Just Google Crystal in YouTube and hopefully I'll start ranking for it. <laughs> this fucking algorithms, man. I don't know. I have purple hair if that helps. <laughs> we'll put the links in yet again, guys. Go show Crystal, not just Crystal YouTube. Crystal Lubeck, she's on YouTube. We'll throw some links in there. Go follow her. Go show her some love. If you guys want to reach out to us, we're on Instagram at Stoned and Social. You can also get into our Google Gmail by sending us an email at stonedandsocial at gmail.com. If you want to get picked 
for stoner question of the week that's how you get in touch with us otherwise we'll be back next week and remember guys namaste stoned bye